I want you to look real quickly at Philippians chapter 2. I told you early on that before this service is over, you would surrender your rights. I want you to look at Philippians chapter 2, and I'm closing. When MacArthur was forced out of the Philippines, the Japanese army slaughtered so many thousands of the Filipinos. It, it affected MacArthur. And he would not quit. And he promised the Filipino people, I will return. And he would not quit until he retook the Philippines and everything that went with it. The commander of the Japanese forces, when they attacked Pearl Harbor, some of his men were rejoicing and he said, I fear that we have only awakened a sleeping giant. He was right. The United States pushed Japan all the way back to Japan. And then you know how they dropped the bombs, the nuclear weapons. And MacArthur was there all the way. Japan surrendered. Beaten? Totally. They surrendered unconditionally. MacArthur signed that surrender agreement. And I don't remember now if he asked or if it, he was just assigned, but he was sent back to Japan to work with those people to restore them. And now today, because of the United States of America and their work in, the, in Japan following that war, they became a superpower economically, financially. That's more than a conqueror, friend. Not only taking their land, not only subduing the enemy, but actually restoring and redeeming him to a place of honor. This is what God does with us. He is more than a conqueror when it comes to his salvation. And so in Philippians chapter 2, read it with me. If there be therefore any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any bowels of mercy, fulfill you my joy, ye be like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through strife or vain glory, but in lowliness of mind. Here it is. Each esteem other better than themselves. Friends, if you're filled with the Holy Spirit, you'll live that. That will reduce strife in the home, in the workplace. It's the death knee to the flesh. It's the cross for the old man. Look not every man on his own things, but every man also on the things of others. And here is where you lose your rights. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made Himself of no reputation, took upon Him the form of a servant. And being found in fashion as a man, He humbled Himself. No one can humble you like the Holy Spirit. I said no one can humble you like the Holy Spirit. I had a guy that thought he would preach in my church where the Holy Spirit was just flowing Unbelievable. He was determined he would preach, so I let him. I said, go ahead. He got on the platform, got behind the pulpit, looked out at that crowd full of the Holy Spirit and couldn't speak a word. Stood there, struggling, shaking his head. I let him stand there for about five minutes. Nobody can humble you like the Holy Spirit. And it is his job to humble you, to destroy that old nature. Drive nails in the coffin of your smart aleck attitude. 
Drive nails in the coffin of your prideful arrogance. Drive nails in the coffin of your, well, I don't think I want to do that. That's beneath me. I've been promoted, church. I'm now in charge of the nursery. We got the best job in the world, don't we? Those of you that work with children, work with kids, we got the best job in the world, don't we? Yeah, if they don't do what I tell them to, I just swat them on the butt. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You, they, they know I won't swat them. I, I, I have swatted back one time, and it, it so changed her that she looked at me like, what, what was that? Pepple. who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself in no reputation, took upon him the form of a servant, and some way it was made in the likeness of men, and being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. Wherefore, God hath also highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, more than a conqueror. Every knee shall bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now tell me, what are your rights? What are your rights? The Lord of glory took off His crown and came down here and took upon Himself. He who had no body, who was a spirit, upon Himself the form of this old sinful flesh that He had created for the glory of God, but we like sheep went astray. And He came and He walked among us in the filth of this world, but He was not touched by it. He was moved by it. And He acted. He touched blind eyes and they were healed. He touched lepers. They were cleansed. He spoke a word and demons fled. He called forth the dead out of the tomb. You know what they did for that? They nailed him to a tree. What do you get if you do what I'm telling you this morning? What do you get if you get filled with the Holy Spirit here this morning and you determine to lay down your rights and lay down your life and let the life of Christ be manifest in you through the power of the Holy Spirit? What do you get? <laughs> you may get a cross, but... You will be more than a conqueror. Because those who put you on the cross, like those who put Paul in jail, like those who put Jesus on the cross, will come one day and say thank you for showing me Jesus. Thank you that you weren't a closet Christian. Thank you that you lived and so I could see a living demonstration of what God really is. And they will come to Christ. I pray before they die.